Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Here at the Shane Oliver Experience, we would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of this land, the Turrbal and Yagara people. We pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded. Welcome to another episode of the Shane Oliver Experience. Fuck it, we're keeping that shit in, I don't care. I've got with us Dean from Lumens, uh, and uh, what else have we got? Unworthy of Life, that's another one of his previous bands that he's been in. Uh, what else was it we, you, you were in? We were talking about it Salt just money. before. Salt yeah, Money, that's yeah. it, yeah. Salt Money, and that's a current one still as well. Is that kind of like a like a baby version of lumen sort of thing or is that it's, a it's like actually the same band yeah. plus plus one extra member um <laughs> but yeah uh lumens and salt money are like sort of sibling bands would call it yeah yeah okay like salt money's a lot heavier lumens is more chill okay <laughs> it, it's it, straight into it anyway then yeah. uh who is it someone has more control of the writing process or lyric wise or sort of the mood uh, of the music in one band more than the other sort of thing? Or? Yeah, well, I mean, Salt Money's more my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, although Lumens has been around longer. Mm-hmm. So, like, Salt Money is the new kid on the block, I guess. Um, but, um, so we all play different instruments. So okay. I, yeah, I'm the vocalist in Salt Money, but I play guitar in Lumens. Um, oh, right, okay, yeah. And the bassist of Lumens plays guitar in Salt Money. And yeah. so there's a bit of switching around, and we got one extra member as well. Yeah, um, okay. And the genres are just it's just really different. Yeah, know? okay. Yeah. What what got you started into that uh, that sort of music? Um, the Salt Money stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We always wanted to do something a little more heavy, um, with the same members, and yeah, it's like this. You know, we always had this sort of admiration for older screamo records. Mm-hmm. Stuff like, um, <laughs> yeah, stuff like Jerome's Dream. Um, like some of the other dudes really into Orchid. Um, you know, that that sort of like cross my heart with a knife type screamo. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, like, does it veer on that sort of like that post-hardcore-y sort of yeah, genre, if you want to call it anything like that? Because the only thing, usually how I can sort of reference to maybe like if it's in the same sort of ball ballpark is like I used to be really big well, I mean I still am to be honest uh, into a band called the Elijah as well okay and they're a they're a UK that well they were a UK band and their shit was just fucking yeah it, not cool. not really like that heavy like oh my god this is brutal but like it's really the mood of this whole thing is just really fucking heavy like okay. it talks yeah. about some really 
uh, heavy feelings about you know hating yourself and not knowing how to uh, to cope with it, just thinking you're a failure. And the music is really sort of it's got really big ambient parts, and there's a lot of sort of synth in the background oh, of okay. it, yeah. but not in the kind of over the top cheesy, but like yeah. that real in a post hardcore type way. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's yeah. it's a really cool it's a really cool vibe, and usually I'll, I'll know when I'm sad. Because yeah. I will go and listen to that <laughs> as well. Uh, and another one, uh, The World is a Beautiful Place. Oh, yeah, they rule. Oh, yeah, yeah I got them tattooed on my, oh, on nice. my ribs. Yeah, nice. they uh, coming out of a really dark period in my life, I got really into them. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, man, who the fuck calls himself this as a band? <laughs> like, as a band name, I yeah, should say. Yeah, like, no. it's ridiculously long. It's, like, yeah, I remember it's cool s- just, just recently they've just started doing some shows over, well, obviously, most of the other world. Is yeah. opening up, and we're fucking, yeah, man, that's another topic, <laughs> you know. And then I saw those guys on a flyer, and you know how, like, usually on every line, there'll be about four or five bands that go across it, sort of thing, and then it'll skip down to the next one, another few bands. They took up one whole fucking row, like, yeah, right in the middle yeah. of the flyer, and like, one whole band name was across the middle of the it's flyer. It's so cool, it's under. such a flex, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got real, real into them they have yeah, me too yeah. uh i can't remember the uh, i think it's blank eight precipice is the name of the album um, it's the one oh. that has the black and white f- uh cover front that was the one that i got into it had shoppers beef on it and there were kind of there were a lot of spoken word yeah, like, yeah. but just really s- that's it, actually the record that i sort of went off them really like i mean i never listened to it i yeah. listened to them back um like i loved formlessness yeah, and, that's a good one. And then, um, yeah, um, fuck whatever that green album was. Like Josh is uh, dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, and they're always weird fucking names too. Yeah, like yeah. They, there was no, there's no sort of theme to their, uh, to their albums or songs half the time it's a lot of like <laughs> back in the early days of like the metalcore bands and shit yeah. when they have like those ridiculous like song names that made no sense yeah. actually to the song we're doing a band at the moment called sphere of schlonginess <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah i've heard of them <laughs> that's great i didn't know what that was at first uh and i think i, oh, I can't remember who i had to ask about that i think it was um, Nath, um, he he was telling me that it was it, it's a, a spin off of some real fucked up book or some shit like that or, or movie, wasn't it? Or oh, it's a spin off of, well, I mean, yeah, it's an Evangelion reference. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's what I mean, yeah. We'll leave it at that. That, that real, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> There's probably it's, another meaning in it that somebody else might find. I don't know. Yeah, but. Um, <laughs> How, yeah. So what what spurred that on? Was it just... Uh, oh, that's just like a fun side project for... So I live with all the people in Lumens. Okay. five Four of the five members of Salt Money. And we run a little label to release our own music called Women's House Records. Yeah. And um, yeah, Spirit Schwanginess is just a Women's House Records band. So it's like... It's, uh, it's me, Luke and Sean from Lumens. And... Um, it was just this idea of, yeah, let's like, it was like a couple of old Salt Money demos that never made the cut. Oh, okay. And then like some, oh, we, we really wanted to make like an emo violence band. Something really like <laughs> fucking pissing really fucking. What is, what is emo violence? I don't know. I just like, 
I'm curious. Like, yeah, I yeah. Know. Like, I mean, I've already name dropped them, but you, do you listen to Jerome's Dream? No, no, I don't. It's like that sort of stuff. Um, okay, I'll go check them out. Yeah, or like I don't know. We can't we can't actually do the vocals for it, but I've been really like into kitten core lately. Kitten core, fake genre, stupid fake. thing. Okay, anyway, okay. You know, just like screamo with really high pitched vocals. Oh, okay. I can never yeah. pull it off. Um, oh right, kittens with their real like yeah 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 okay. Oh, so bands like uh, Senza are almost there. We love Senza. Senza. Uh, that was like an influence. That's been an okay. influence for Salt Money and, and um, Spirit Schwanginess. Um, okay. And, yeah, like Meryl Streaker. Oh, I... <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I keep... The only band that keeps popping into my head is like a reference, like I was saying before, is Alisana. Oh like yeah, yeah, no, court. that's totally a reference. Is that is that sort of like like early Alisana was yeah, like that goes ah, off like yeah, just nonstop. Like I don't want to say it's guilty pleasure music. That's like Ugh. that's just pleasure music. That shit's good. <laughs> I um, couldn't, I could not get into it. I couldn't get into it early on when I first heard about them. Like, oh this yeah, is going back a little while. But I I remember saying, oh who's this band? They got a pretty sick logo and stuff yeah. like that. Let's have have a look. They got a bit of that whole black hair vibe going <laughs> we'll give that a pass have a listen it sounds okay first oh wow nah, I, I can't i can't do that it's oh, no, i've totally i've run the whole like everything's gone full circle yeah. like i was young when i first heard them probably like 15 yeah that was and probably then, around the time i heard them then and, and i was i was no that was no well, for me i was like yeah this shit rules at 15 yeah and then at like 18 or whatever i'm like nah that's fucking yeah. that's for the birds you know like <laughs> that ain't the yeah. real shit and now it's been another 10 years and, and you're I'm back like, on it i'm back oh yeah. everyone's <laughs> doing that though everyone's jumped on the the fred durst bandwagon because oh, yeah, he's I, done the whole new look i'm for it too i fucking love now, it. I never gave a shit about Limp Biscuit. Yeah. I mean, the songs are cool, but yeah. I just... Uh, you I, give a shit now, though, because he came out with the fucking look. I actually... I haven't even seen it. Oh, I, I give that little of a shit. Oh, wow. Oh, like, he came uh, out looking I mean, like, I saw it like he looks kind of like a grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. That's it. And everyone yeah. was just like, what the fuck? But I don't understand why people are blown away by that. They got fucking... What's his name in the band there? The guitarist. And he's always dressing up in wacky shit. No yeah, one bats an eye. Durst does it. They're like, oh, this is new. This is new age shit. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Let the man dress. Yeah, it's funny. Maybe that is how he dresses these days. Who knows? That's probably because he's sick and tired of people coming up to him and going, going to have an autograph. And, True. You know, yeah. from a distance, they went, oh, well, see, now he probably won't be able to do that look anymore if he does. He's going to have to try something yeah. new. <laughs> he's he's put himself in a, in a precarious position here. He's going to run out of looks eventually. Yeah. Maybe he'll start dressing like Elisana. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, that would be great if that all came back. Maybe not so much the sound, but even just the look. I'd love for oh, the look okay. to come back again. Well, Spirit Schwanginess is aiming for that type of sound. Yeah. I mean, maybe a bit more raw, a bit more like, you know, weirdo version of it. Look, if but it's if it's if it's mates, I'll go and check it out, even yeah. if I don't like it. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not that elitist that if if you're if i didn't like that music i think played that you'll find you'll find something you enjoy in it it's like all we've got out is a three track yeah and each song's about one minute long perfect they all got the stupid song titles yeah um Uh, that that needs the resurgence as well yeah actually the like schwanginess has like three songs Mm -hmm. but we have a list of like 20 
upcoming song titles. Oh, yeah, of because course. Because that's the most important thing. Yeah, that's yeah. the that's the part probably I reckon that takes the most when it comes to like track listing is what do we pick for the names? Definitely. And I want to tell you them all now because I want to be like, oh, yeah. I want yeah. people who are listening to be like, damn, this guy's funny. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> but then I also don't want to tell you because I want it to be a surprise because then it won't be funny when it comes out. Well, do you think you're going to have more than what you've got now, like of song titles? Do you think you'll have more to like round it down to? I mean, we, we could have an infinite number of songs. Luke never stops writing. Yeah, okay. But like... I, they're animals too, people that can do that sort of shit. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I'm only just now sourcing and getting back, wanting to get back into playing guitar and stuff because I really want to get something started now as yeah. well. And, oh, man, just motivating myself at the moment is real hard. And then I think to myself, okay, what am I going to write? How the fuck do I write songs again? What the fuck? I haven't yeah. done this in, in forever. So anyone, anyone that knows how to just fucking write, all the time and they just keep that flow going oh man clap seriously it's yeah i i I wish i had that that just constant drive of wanting to write shit totally yeah Yeah. i wish i had it set up you know Uh, and that's the thing too if you live in a house and all your bandmates are there too like you're all oh we're fucking bored you want to just jam yeah well i mean (laughs) yeah we we don't jam much but we're writing music together. Like it, it's very easy when we do want to write music together. Well, that's that's what I mean. Um, like uh, yeah. you take out logistics when you know most of the band is, liter- is living at the house. Yeah, totally. So if, for the, the hardest part is organizing musicians. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like hurting hell. cats. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, come on. I'm not singling out anyone, but we know, <laughs> like musos in general, we can all be fucking real lazy, real <laughs> lazy. So. Yeah, like it's it's good to know, like you take out that and you don't have to worry about getting people together and you can just focus on actually writing the shit because totally. it takes out that middle part where it's like getting there and you're yeah. like, fuck, that's all the hard part. Actually, <laughs> so like we wrote a Lumens record um, in that that three-day lockdown that we had. Yeah, okay. Like day one of the lockdown. That was like one or two weeks ago. Is that No, the no, like one the or? older one. Like oh. the one that was like three months ago or something. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah, I was laying in bed and then, like, get a knock at my bedroom door. I'm like, yeah, come in. And I'm like, hey, you want to write an emo record? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I do. This is the perfect theme. <laughs> and then, so, yeah. It's sad. It's lockdown. Let's write sad no, music. Like, lockdown was, like, a, such a blessing for us. I mean, and I don't want to come off as insensitive and say that because, you know, like, a lo- like, lockdown's hard for everyone. Yeah. And yeah. this latest lockdown's been hard as fuck for me, too. So I get it. Um, and obviously, that's just the tip of the iceberg with this COVID shit. Mm. It's been hard for a lot of people. But, um, yeah, that lo- that record coming out of that lockdown was such a blessing in disguise, you know, like, and we could only do that because we live together. Mm. And it's, it's so great. I'm so, yeah. I'm so, I'm so grateful to live with those guys. Oh well, yeah. And you get locked down and you're with your band too. You don't have to worry about not being out. Oh, I got this. Oh fuck. I can't. Yeah. yeah. I can't so do it. We were able to write an EP in a day and it's <sighs> like the, yeah. So like. You uh, don't have a recording set up or anything there, do you? Or do you. We go- all have like little, we all have our audio interface mm-hmm. and cause everybody's got a solo project. Okay. So like we all have our audio interface and our DAW or whatever. Everybody's got set up. So it's like just going from bedroom to bedroom, <laughs> sending files. <and laughs> oh man. 
So you've, oh, you can just pant. Like, this is the sort of shit I've been brainstorming to, brainstorming, sorry, to myself. Wondering, how do, how do I get set up where I could just turn on the computer or whatever and just get, like, the metronome going and get the guitar playing to, like, write my own riffs and shit yeah, and come up yeah. with this stuff. And, I mean, you, you guys have got all that shit set up already. And so, yeah, when you come down to these lockdowns, and I could imagine that it wasn't cheap either to uh, have those setups, I yeah? Guess, no, like... You, I've probably wasted some fucking money, that's for sure. <laughs> but, like, now the stuff that I got, like, I went through that phase of trying to get the good shit, mm-hmm. and then I realized the good shit doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like, the medium shit is what mm-hmm. you need. And yeah. then anything above that doesn't fucking matter. So, like, my audio interface costs 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you buy that online, or is it, like, something you go into a music store and go grab? Store or? DJ across the road. Yeah. Yeah, like, from where we're recording. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just over oh, there. Oh, just across yeah, the road. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> right, okay. Um, Yeah, and then you fucking... Yeah, I use Reaper, which is, like, uh, you can pay for it, and it's, like, 60 bucks, and you get it for years. Okay, so it's um, not one that or, you have to keep paying, or...? I, no, you pay once, and you keep it. Oh, sweet. Um, it's good. And then... um. Or a lot of people just use it for free because it's got one of those like, you know, buy me please type things, and you just say no, and oh, then it lets you keep using a, it. A trial, right? Yeah, so, yeah. But does that does that mean you lose the shit? No, no. Nah, nah, it's like still fully functional. It's pretty cool. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, I might have to try that first. Yeah. So you can get yeah. you can get shit pretty cheap. Okay. Yeah. So you just gotta and then just pirate some plugins. Pirates and plugins. Is that on the down, on the DL or is that don't just pirates don't, and plugins? Don't. <laughs> okay. Do not uh, go to rootracker.org <laughs> and pirate audio plugins. Do not do that. I'm not taking this out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so in it, so you guys can just get that ball rolling pretty much whenever. And so when when did you actually get yourselves into this position how did you guys all meet oh okay um so we actually that's a funny story we actually all played a show together Mm -hmm. um in a crappy little town central queensland where everybody who's a member of lumens or salt money was all playing this show in different old bands oh and some of us knew each other back then others like we met for the first time that weekend yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, but that was just like happenstance. That's not when we started Lumens or anything. Yeah. Um, we started Lumens later on, just like Sean um, had a demo and he posted it on his Facebook. And I was like, that's cool. We were already pretty close, me and Sean. I was like, Sean, I'd love to work with you on this. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so we teed that up. And then Michael also was close with Sean. He teed that up too. And then we needed a bassist. So I have this friend, Luke, who's like probably one of the best, best musicians I know. Yeah. But he's, at that time, he was so burnt out on music and he hated it. And I was like, oh, I could ask Luke. I, may, I was like, oh, but he hates music. <laughs> and I was like, hmm. No, he'll play. He'll play bass. Yeah, he'll, like, he'll play bass if I ask him. Oh, just and, ask nicely. <laughs> and then, yeah, I think it. I think it might have like rejuvenated his love for music. Oh, that's yeah. good. Now yeah. now he's fully back in love with it, I think. He's doing his he does a solo project called Super Death. Super Death. Which is one of my favorite bands. I haven't heard. And, okay. Yeah. Um, and, and like all the all you guys are Brizzy too and I'm I, I'm I'm sure I've met Sean 
uh, going back a while. I, I knew him through Reese. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I told him I was coming on the show, and he said he knew through the Goon guys. Yeah, yeah, Goon yeah. on the Rocks. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I, I've known those guys uh, since since uh, Springwood days and shit yeah, as yeah. well. So I, I I have no doubt in my mind that I've probably bumped into Sean at one of those shows I early on so. too. Yeah. I, 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 look, hey Sean, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> it's one of those. Hey, I haven't seen you in so long. You don't talk or anything, but how you going, man? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but I, I've always seen that he's been. Oh man, it, again, it's just a small world. Mm. Uh, knowing that you know all you guys are pretty much in the same band, but it, it like spawns across different bands, and you just don't. It doesn't sort of until you actually look into it. You don't really, you don't realize how many people kind of just all jump between projects all the time, or or even just you know like drummers. Drummers is yeah, the biggest one too. Brisbane, you know? yeah, yeah, they're always in like two or three bands at least. Yeah, definitely. At least I'm thinking about asking a mate to be to be in the fourth one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never want to be that guy. I know, I know, but it's not going to be one of the. It's 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 going to be kind of like a side project, right? So that's how I'm going to try and pass it off. Is like it's not full time. I all, know you're bit, uh, all my bands are part time. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, how you get away with having so many bands. Yeah. Just none of them do anything. You just put them on like sporadically, and they're like, "Oh wait, they're a thing." That's right. Yeah, yeah. I can be like, "I'm I'm in four or five bands." It's, yeah. <laughs> it's no big deal. It's no big deal. <laughs> it truly is no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know that though. Yeah. So it was. So whereabouts in the middle of central Queensland were you playing? That was in Rockhampton, Rocky, which right. was Sean's. Town. I'm not sure if Sean's hometown is where Sean lived at the time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I lived in Gladstone. Luke lived in Gladstone. Michael lived in Toowoomba. Yeah. And yeah, um, Jasper, who also plays in Salt Money, but he's not in Lumens. He was at the show too. Um. And he he's from Gladstone too. So it's I guess it's a bit of a Gladstone thing. Yeah. Right. And that's one of the things too. You'd love to be able to play more of those regional shows, but fuck. Yeah. It's once you start well, going further up north, like the distance between places it's it's ludicrous yeah and I, I wouldn't really recommend it but at the time there was a really good scene in gladstone yeah we, weirdly yeah weirdly okay. a good scene but that was like largely for the work of doug Banku. big shout out doug what's up <laughs> doug runs a podcast too actually it's oh, called right. uh it's a new podcast it's called a tune a flick a chat a what a tune a flick a chat. A tune, a flick, a chat. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know. Sorry. Um, uh, no, <laughs> I, I just had... To, I, I, I thought it was a play on I got to shout out all second. the homies. Yeah. Um, yeah, Doug used to run a thing in, in Gladstone, which really, like, created the scene there. Yeah. I mean, there was always a small... Like, this is back probably, like, 2000... I don't know when it started. Maybe, like, 2011 or something. 2010. Yeah. Um, and that was, like, the height of metalcore being cool yeah it started to pitter um, out like right after that though yeah yeah, yeah. cuz that that it it really i, I was going to shows b- between 2008 and 2012 i was just going to fucking shows nonstop yeah you know all, all the time anytime there was a show at the princess theater all ages i'd fucking go cuz yeah. usually it would be cheap and i saw a heap of good bands play there yeah and once that place sold up and pissed off a lot of that they had to keep finding new venues and then they'd have to find new venues yeah, and it yeah. just kept going. All ages there. is always like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Princess but Theatre was there for a good while too and mm-hmm. it sucks when that went because it was such an easy... 
I mean, it's it's come back now, which is fucking amazing. But it was so easy to get there at the time. You just catch a bus, yeah, okay. and you get off at the the Marta stop, and it's yeah. fifty meter walk across the road, and it was right there. It was right there. So yeah, easy at yeah. the time for me to just jump on that, like from from Springwater. If I timed it right, I'd catch one from where I was, just around the corner to the busway, and then from the yeah. busway into Marta. So you know, less walking when you can. You know, <laughs> like, if you can avoid the walking, you fucking choose it. I'm not lazy. I'm smart. And I, it was perfect. You just get in, get out, uh, no dramas. Yeah. Don't have to worry about traffic. Don't have to worry about parking. Any of that, any of that drama. So it was really good to, for me at that period of, in my life to to just go to shows nonstop. Yeah, totally. It, it was. It, it's what it's what gave me the drive to just always listen, always listen to music. The always, in new yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 exactly. It was such a big drive, even to just buy a guitar and just write fucking cover riffs at one yeah, point yeah. You know, that's all I was doing until I started having a crack at writing my own stuff and it was alright uh, I mean how do people talk about their own shit when they when they uh, get asked about it well know? yeah my fucking my 2009 shit is abysmal yeah. I, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna pretend oh dude I was such a I was a deathcore kid man oh that's like, kind of cool yeah I was I was so into that <laughs> yeah it was just like suicide like, silence bringing yeah, the horizon yeah the funny story I was gonna post this in my stories but why not we'll do it on a fucking podcast instead I might have already told this one before but uh there was this. There was a festival back in 2008 called Sweatfest, mm. and that was Parkway Drive, Suicide Silence, A Day to Remember, uh, The Acacia Strain, oh, yeah. and Confession. Oh. Uh, it was it was a hef- heavy yeah, tough boy festival, right? Very, yeah, and and that was the era then too. There was oh, that, that was totally the era. Yeah, always just fucking. Big bands all playing together and shit. Yeah, yeah. Now it's just like one of those bands and then a bunch of supporters like True. S- throughout the line. I mean, that it's not all the time, but it's just that's what it used to be all the time. Yeah, right? yeah, now yeah. it's not nearly the same as it used to be where you'd have all these huge bands. And even at the time when they were, like it's not so much that they're, they're so much bigger now, but even then they were still really big for that time. They yeah. just most of them had just dropped like their second or third release. It also and felt so much cooler back then. Yeah, it felt like you know, even though it, they were like massive bands. I guess this this is me like my personal perspective tainting it because like mm. I was a teenager. Yeah, but I felt like I was in on something. You yeah. know, like not everybody knows about this when everybody yeah. knew about it. Yeah, of <laughs> but, course. But I felt like, because I was like 18, I was like, yeah, I know shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about the scene. Also, because I was in rural town too. So yeah. like rural town, well, regional town. And like, you know, v- people don't really do the music thing there. No, they don't. And yeah. that's, I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of people like to go out and do those shows too, because yeah. they, they like, they might listen to it a lot, but they don't see the shows very often, like the energy or the sound uh, atmosphere that comes from it. And quite often you will get like at least a handful of kids that will come along to it or, or oh, yeah, young well, ones that will just, you know, fucking love it. Yeah, our Gladstone scene back then was like wonderful. We were getting 200 kids to every show and this Fuck. is like a town of 40,000 people. That's and really good. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it, you could run a show every three or four weeks and get 200 kids to every show. And that would just, that like, it's just like it was a 200 cap, so it would just always be 200 people. Yeah, So yeah. it would, wouldn't matter if it was just, like, locals, you get 200 people. Yeah. Or you get some band from Brisbane, you get 200 people. Yeah. You get a band from America, 
bands from America were coming to fucking Gladstone. Yeah. That's the work of Doug Gubanko. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? Shout out to the homie. That's great. Yeah. When when you get a chance to actually have like bigger bands come out to the regional and they won't have that aura of I'm a big band. You know, yeah, like yeah. to to the locals, they they'll be like, "Oh, this band from America is coming through. This will be pretty cool." Well, I mean, it was it was a big deal. Yeah, yeah, like, but like them them coming out there and not getting as many people, but still getting that same sort of fanfare. Like, I love you, but it's like a smaller capacity. If they yeah. get to that bigger point, you, it, it, I'm not saying it's with everyone, obviously, but like, it's always cool to see once the band, a band, whoever it is, get on that roll everyone's starting to love them or whatever, they do a regional run or they mm. continually do them. Because like, once you go there more than once and you get a good rapport with locals in a regional town, fucking hey, you'll come back. You know, because, I mean, they, they don't forget as yeah, well. True, you true. know, they don't forget. Yeah. So if you do a good show and there's no dramas, of course they'll have you back. Yeah. You know? And, oh, yeah, anyway, yeah, getting getting back to that, that Sweatfest one, right? Mm. So I mean, this this was how like committed I was to that the music era in that time. I it, when that was announced, it was in early December, and I was fucking furious at the fact that I was supposed to be leaving. I was I was sixteen at the time, so year eleven, high school. We were going to nationals for volleyball down in Melbourne. Same week, subtle flex. <laughs> No intention whatsoever. I couldn't. I'd be worried about my knees at this point. So you know, Uh, and I mean, I wasn't that good. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Anything I say is just going to put me in a hole. Whatever. Fuck it. Went down to Melbourne, and I almost pulled out of that. I was. I had a mad argument with my mum and shit when I found out when the the date was lining up with River being in River Stage on the fifth of December, and we were flying down on the. I think and I was like nah I'm fucking bailing I'm not gonna fly me down (laughs) the next day fly me down the next day and I almost fucking pulled out until we worked out that you know I'd always wanted to go to WA and my auntie and uncle live over there and my my oldest brother was living over there at the time and so we came to a compromise that I would go to Melbourne I'd forego that Brisbane show uh, do all that but from Melbourne, I would fly to Melbourne, to Perth, and stay there for... I ended up staying there for about 11 days. Yeah, and uh, the tour and went came, to Perth? The tour went to Perth. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and I saw that at... I cannot remember. It's not... wasn't the amplifier. Uh, the Metro, I you think it was. You could say anything. I don't know. I know, honestly. In Perth. Yeah. <laughs> fucking WA is a whole different animal as well. Yeah. Like, I love it over there, but... I've never yeah. been. Yeah. It's It's flat as fuck. Okay. They, they built the city on sand, so what do you expect? You know, so sandy everywhere. You know, but that's and, cool. But then, well, I mean, once you get out of the city, that's it. Like, yeah. there's not much else other than than dirt and mines and stuff like that. That's True. about it. Yeah. Um. And and oh, that's another thing that was just mind boggling as well is that flying to and from one side of the country is more expensive than wanting to go and fly over to fucking Bali. Totally, it's yeah. it was insane. Like it, it cost me a little bit. Like it, I, I was, you know, doing the old casual job at the time, so I chipped in some of the money. Most, well, not not all of it. The rents helped out with the flights and stuff because I'm <laughs> such a fucking idiot, right? Sixteen year old spoiled kid. 
And yeah, so I flew over to Perth and I caught that show over yeah. there because I didn't want to miss it. And mind you, fucking hell, it was so worth it. Like, yeah, I just, it sounds amazing. The only, the only band that didn't play it was Confession. They didn't They didn't go over to WA. And more than likely yeah. because it was too costly for them at that point. True. Even though yeah. they had good old Crafter. You know, he's got money. He's got money. Good old Crafter. What a nice guy. He, <laughs> nice guy, Crafter. <laughs> he... he that was, I think, just like a year after or the year of he'd gone into Big Brother or whatever. Oh, so he had yeah. hype. Oh, I should totally find it. I'd be super embarrassed to post it though. I've got a photo of me somewhere when I was sixteen, and he was he was at the D's Nut show. I think it was yeah, a D's yeah. Nut show with. Um, oh no, I think they played that. Uh, it was I'm pretty sure it was Parkway actually. Parkway Drive played. And it was sold out at Princess Theatre. They had Have Heart playing and Break Even and someone else. That'd someone be else. wild. Oh, it was so good. So yeah. good. And I don't appreciate it. was like my three favorite bands back then. I d- didn't appreciate it as much then as I do now of yeah. the bands that I've seen. Like just from constantly wanting to go and see them all the time during that period. Like yeah, a yeah. lot of them don't play anymore. You know? And. Mm. There's one of my favorite ones back then was the Red Shore. And, oh yeah, you know they've kept on trying to do this reunion shit. I bought a ticket for it because they were one of my favorites, and it keeps getting postponed because of all the fucking COVID restrictions thing. and shit. Yeah, but I'm, yeah. I'm 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 it's down in Melbourne. I'm fucking going to it though. Whenever it gets announced and you know everybody vaxxed and all that shit, yeah, yeah. I'm going. Hell yeah! Like it, it, even with their, it's it's not the same vocalist as their. Uh, well, the whole backstory to the Red Shores pretty pretty sad as well like Damo and Andy were was the band manager and the vocalist um they passed away in a car accident oh, okay yeah that's Go, that band yeah yeah, yeah. I, I was never a fan of like I never listened to them but mm. um I've heard this story yeah yeah uh, the EP never really sold me on it but when they released um unconsecrated holy fuck it was I, I still put that up there yeah I have a lot of as, friends who are into that record it, yeah. I, oh man I still put that up there today as like on par with what's coming out now like it was yeah, so yeah. far ahead of its time yeah and and they had me hook, line, and sinker with that release, yeah, cool. and, and yeah. just got into it. And you know, they had Death Fest in two thousand eight again at uh, Princess. There was so many shows in like a six month period at the Princess Theatre. Seriously, yeah. it was all the time. And that was headlined by the Red Shore, and it had Thy Art as Murder off their yeah, EP yeah. release with their old vocalist. Uh, Among the Vanished was another one. Uh, just a whole bunch of straight up like Corey deathcore bands from Brisbane and shit basically. Yeah, yeah. And that was the thing too. Most of those bands were were Brisbane. There were so many bands in that time. There like was, all through Queensland. There's so many like metalcore, deathcore type bands. Yeah. It's the Parkway Drive disease. Like Parkway Drive just so cool. And so many people just wanted to be Parkway Drive. Yeah. I was talking to <laughs> I was talking to Luke about this last night. He was saying that Parkway Drive um weaponized him as a child and made him think that going on tour would be a fun thing because <laughs> he watched that dvd they did oh and the recent so, one Viva La... oh no no the old one the, oh, like you know back then yeah that, it, that one and yeah it like um he said yeah he's angry at them because <laughs> they so angry they made it look fun it's, it's not fun they're just about like all they're doing is filming the shit the times when they have a break and then they're going to do the things they like i'm like dude it's not it's fun because like you're not parkway drive if yeah. you could write if you could write killing with a smile then you'd be having fun too 
Yeah, I mean, that was it. Was that the one that took off for them? Was that the one? That was, was the first it? record. I, I guess. Didn't they? Didn't they have an EP or something before? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's right. just first full length. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Because I'm trying to. Rem- it, no, it was Horizons that really fucking yeah they blew shit off blew on, up it? off Horizons. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I kept thinking that it, what you said, Killing with a Smile, was the one. Uh, but I could just yeah fucking because that's what they they played Carrion. And then they had the whole, like, this is a princess theater when I saw yeah, it. Yeah. The whole fucking crowd just jumped up on that stage at the front there and was just like, no barriers, no nothing. You're just getting yeah. up there and you're fucking doing it. I'm sure yeah. I, I, I was one of the kids up there doing that too. I just thought, fuck it, I can get up on stage. <laughs> and and then, like, I was thinking it's a, a really cool idea to jump up on stage and stuff and it just yeah. gets into that whole moment or that. It's just... Oh, totally. I have a cool story. Yeah. Um, I I was a big Break Even fan. Oh yeah, um, they are they are good. I remember I I used to always brag. I used to like be like, I got the last ever mic grab from Break Even because I got the only mic grab at their last show. Oh really? Yeah, because it was like full security and barriers and shit. Oh yeah. I fucking launched over the barrier. Yeah. Got the got the mic grab. Got a little head pat. I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Did you get thrown out afterwards or? I just got thrown back to the back. Oh, that's but um. But then they reunited. So, <laughs> how dare they? You should have met. How did, dare did you, they did take you message from them me. personally and go, how yeah. dare you? Fuck no. you. I had your last mic grab. Now I've got to come and do it again. Yeah, if I ever see them again, if, it's if, hell to pay. Look, it's that era, again, it just spawned a whole bunch of... Yeah. I mean, some bands are still going to this day as well. Oh, when... Uh, the Say Goodbye Tour as well, Prom Queen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they were supposed to go bye-bye. Yeah. You know, they came back a few years later after that yeah, as well. Yeah. Uh, that was with Jamie, the old vocalist of the Red Shore. He went to go do prom. He's still their vocalist okay. now, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, he's also in another band now too from... I don't, I don't think that they're from Sydney, maybe Melbourne. Uh, Imprisoned. Uh, he's 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 the vocalist for them now as well. Okay. They just released a, a new uh, album on cassette and other stuff. To, yeah, that's a thing too. Everybody's everybody's wanting to get more on the the cassette wagon now. Yeah, too. I mean, our label's been like almost exclusively tapes. Mm. If you've oh. got any, well, I need to. How many have you got at the moment? Because I've got a collection like, I'm growing. So yeah, I mean, I can I can hook you up. Yep, um, sick. We've put out nine releases now. Not all of them are on tape, though. Yeah, no, that's um, cool. If you've got but, tapes, though, I will, yeah. I will buy them. So. Like, all right, let me let me run you through the catalog. I'm sure that'll be really interesting for all the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, hey, there's good bands. No, I mean, yeah, we got to we got to fucking we got to plug the shit. And that's all exactly right. what this is about. So we got Super Death. That's Luke's solo project. It's like digital hardcore. Yeah, it's like like, in, like that industrial vibes. Yeah, thing. industrial yeah. vibes. Um, big Machine Girl influence. Yeah, Death Grips influence. Okay. Um, yeah, a lot of like genre bending. Um, so they put out a, they put out an EP and then a full length mixtape and their debut album coming later this year. Fuck yeah! We we release all that digitally. Oh, the EP's on tape. Um, but Sweet. The rest is all digital. Yeah, and. I mean, it's a lot of the people these days, myself included, like 
I because I've got one of those. I got this really cool three in one player at, at, oh, uh, yeah. that I got for yeah. my birthday, which plays vinyl, plays cassette, and you can sync up Bluetooth to it yeah, as well. Yeah. So set your phone up, put it on charge whenever you don't want to. Uh, you just listen to a podcast or something like that because you know, as a podcast guy, you think you know, oh, you must listen to a couple of different. Ones. No, I don't really. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, quite often, I listen to ones that distract me from the world. Like straight yeah, up, okay. not really anything. And and the biggest ones for me that have been working like a charm is Arnie Donner. Like those oh, guys, yeah. their podcasts are just full of so much stupid shit. <laughs> it's so distracting. Yeah, it, yeah. That's my that's my uh, niche at the moment is listening to stuff like that because, like, come on, let's be real. The world is really fucked right now. I'm str- I, I like you just today, want some comedy. Yeah, you just want to laugh. <laughs> you just need a laugh, seriously. Like, because at the moment, like today, recording this today, like, oh man, I've I've been a foul fucking mood. Like, oh, damn, you know, it, it's been it's been like that though for the last week mm. because my neck's been fucking out of sorts. Like, I slept on a funny, but it's I did that a f- about a month ago as well. So it's like starting to happen consistently now, and I'm like, great, do I have a fucked neck? You know, I'm getting old, all that shit. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones where I'm still working, of course. Like, and I, and don't get me wrong, I, I appreciate the fuck out of that. Yeah, that I haven't been unfortunate enough to lose out of work because of restrictions. Because I work in an industry that provides, um, like commercial work on houses and stuff like that. So painting, you know, so as simple as paint, roof paint and all that sort of shit. Like, and the justification is, you know, uh, as an example, Springfield Lakes, I don't know if you remember, there was a huge fucking storm that rolled out of there like last year and massive hail, huge hail, fucked up a lot of places, a lot of houses. Yeah. They're still fixing them like six months after whatever or, you know, it might probably even longer than that, to be honest. And we're going into a new storm season, mm-hmm. right? And not even a quarter of them are fixed, you know? So yeah. we need, and it's because and you're like, you're rubbing of, your hands. You're like, yeah, oh, they're paying I, my gain. Come <laughs> buy my paint, guys. You know, we're still open. <laughs> But it's you're throwing rocks on people's roofs. Yeah, yeah. I'm just getting the biggest fucking boulders and just launching them. Honestly, yeah, it's been it's been a great business venture. Anyway, you know, so I they are trying to repair these houses and get them up and going so people can move back into their fucking houses. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I would tell them to cut their losses and go somewhere else because you've. You're living in an area that's prone to storms coming right through there as well. Yeah. So I'd be telling people not to fucking move out there if you can. Yeah. It's yeah. just like a hot zone. But that's... that's You heard it here first. Don't move to Spring, Spring Springfield Lakes. Springfield Lakes. I'm Don't sure go it's there. a nice area, but it's it, more to the point. It's a hot spot for fucking hectic storms. Like yeah. before we get anything, like that's usually the area that it passes through first and yeah. then pitters out uh, up or down sort of thing. It's always usually a pattern. If we if they come anywhere else, it's like, oh shit, we might get fucked up. But if they're coming from inland, usually they'll start dissipating and like uh-huh. spreading out. But Springfield Lakes is there where it starts to dissipate. So they're just about to fucking cop it all anyway. So, you know. Every time they go through a hectic storm, it's whether or not they're going to get all the hail or not. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to. 
you know, yeah, I'm not hating on Springfield Lakes. Let's, <laughs> let's get that known. Uh, I'm sure yeah, it's a lovely okay. area. This, oh, sorry. Yeah, no, you keep going. Yeah. I'm going to go off on a tangent. Yeah, yeah oh, it happens all the time, right? Uh, yeah, so I, I know I'm fortunate enough to be working in a situation like this. And just it's just the people, though. It's the, the, the toxicness of online and where everyone has been lately with a lot of this misinformation, a lot of your friends and shit like that. I mean, not everybody, but, you know, my experience, people that I've known talking out of their ass and you just, you try and reason with them. Oh, don't do that. I know. It's it's banging your head on a fucking brick wall. But it just gets you angry and yeah. frustrated and so disheartened to know that, some of these people in particular are a part of the music scene too. Yeah. So how much influence are they, you know, putting onto other people? Are they putting it in their lyrics? Are they putting it in this and that? You know, it's it's frustrating to me mm. and it's been really rubbing off uh, lately. I just think with the, with the times and how stupid, like uh, people that are supposed to be looking after us are doing so poorly at it and we're suffering at it for yeah, it now. Yeah by these constant lockdowns and, uh, you know, I'm not against any of the, the face mask wearing or any of that. Like, fucking do it. It's not that hard. Uh, I, I see people walking around it with it sitting underneath their nose and I'm like, it's you're defeating them. It's very them. odd that people do that. It, it, you defeat, <laughs> I can't breathe. Like, it, it hurts me. It hurts me a lot. That yeah. I just, there's, there's that sort of stuff going around at the moment and I know I shouldn't let it affect me. But oh man, you know, it just it's it's one of those things where when one thing builds on top of another and you just kind of feel like you're almost at that tipping point. Yeah. I think I said it last time. I'm fucking there, eh? Like I've been there for a little bit, so Fuck, dude, that's not good. I know. I know. But, you know, it's hard. Life doesn't stop mm. for a lot of the time. You know, I got a young kid that I've got to support. I've got a full-time job. I've got bills to pay. I've got a car that needs to get fixed. It's if I stop, how, how is any of that going to get fucking? Is that any of that going to get done? And and full credit to 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 Jess as well. You know, she, she's not been able to do as much of her artwork, uh, her, her, her creativeness, her drive, her passion, any of that because of these lockdowns too. She's affected by this stuff as well. Yeah, and, and on top of looking after Jude, it's fucking hard. It's got to be hard, you know, so full credit, really. Yeah. And I, I get it, If especially if anyone's listening out there and you're struggling, man. Don't, you know, don't think that you're alone in this, eh? Like totally. there's a lot yeah. of people that are having some having some tough times, myself included. Like no one's invincible. You know? Yeah, totally. There's always this big facade, especially with dudes too. There's always this big facade that we have to be tough. We have to hide our feelings and and push them down and just get through yeah slug through it well you ain't you ain't getting that shit from me the vocalist the vocalist of the emo band yeah we we, we, we're okay with the feelings we 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 scream about them you know we we love this shit yeah (laughs) but it's a it's a common thing though right like yeah no totally it's just you struggle to but i mean like i've had that heads up like i've been i see a psychologist regularly yeah it's not 
it's, that's it's, a good thing. It is. Yeah, I and mean, you can get uh, you can get free ones. Or yeah, whatever. I've been getting that free shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good. Some someone was saying to me the other day, it's like I can't fucking afford a psych. Are you crazy? And it's like, just yeah. Did you, did you ever ask me to think whether or not I was paying for it? <laughs> Do you think I, oh, mean, I could afford seeing a shrink yeah. on the regular? It's fucking. This is a beautiful thing about it's living. Not cheap. Yeah, yeah. We're we're really lucky to have that Medicare, dude. That's, That's it. You know, Medicare you want, goes you know, off. Those those commie and bastards got us free healthcare <laughs> to a certain point. So yeah. you know, and yeah, yeah, like you. Fu- Find a good psych that you like and that can be really beneficial. It's certainly helped me. Oh, I've yeah. Ha- I've had a shit one before. Mm. I've seen two psychs in my life and I've seen one that's... Oh, okay. They weren't shit. That's that's probably going too far. But they didn't work for me. Didn't it didn't You didn't gel. Yeah, it just didn't work for me. I wasn't getting anything that, out of it. That's a fucking and huge th- thing. I think yeah. a lot of people get... Like, they go see a psych and they don't get anything out of it. And they're like, oh, it's it's bonk you know i'm not gonna, not gonna do that but maybe just try someone else and i know it's a fucking pain in the ass to do it because we're talking about like oh yeah you get it for free it's a pain mm. in the ass to get the free shit it, it is organizing it getting there doing this paperwork you go through this all that. that bullshit but then if you find somebody who can who you can relate to mm. and they can relate to you and they just like they give good advice Mm. then that's just great and I've got that now I'm so happy for it yeah and I, I hope that other people can get that too it's it's really crucial yeah because yeah. I, I was lucky I didn't have to change like me me and, and my psych we gelled straight up yeah uh, awesome. maybe, maybe after the first couple of weeks uh, or first couple of sessions I should say sorry uh, and it all it, we, it, it clicked for us when he told me he's, one of his favourite bands was Slayer <laughs> that was it that's all it was that's because it it's relatability yeah right? okay and then he just started rattling off like all their albums and shit because i'm like bullshit i don't believe you because you look at this guy he does not look like a shrink yeah you know, oh, sorry he does not look like a uh a, a like music a or a metal no yeah. no no he looks like a your typical glasses a little bit on the on the fluffy side or nicely dressed you know fucking nerd yeah <laughs> Uh, if you're listening, mate, I love you so no, much. It's, it's confidentiality. Um, he's yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's another thing too. Because I really wanted to get him on, and he's like, "Dude, no, I can't." I'm like, "What if we? Uh, what if I stop seeing you?" He's like, "No, I can't. I can't do that." <laughs> Fuck, dude. Because we would have. Re- I would love to start like a thing with him. Yeah. But yeah, bullshit. <laughs> Fucking hate that. Because yeah, it, he just started rattling off all the the er- especially the early Slayer albums, and I'm like. Oh yeah, okay. This this is good. He he does like this stuff, you mm. know. And then we started. It just sort of just went on from there. Like the conversation changed. I'd opened up more. Uh, he'd ask me about certain things where I never used to be as comfortable with, and it just kind of fell out because I felt like I was talking to someone that uh not so much that I knew, but that I that would understand yeah, what yeah. I was going through. Like how I, however I say this to him. He's going to, he, he, you know, like, this is what he, he studied fucking how many years of his life to, to do, like, to, to understand, like, when you say certain things, it gives off certain patterns, and then that's how they know what's going on. Yeah. So, I would trust their judgment over anyone else's. I'm not saying don't talk to your mates or anything, right? But if you know that there's sort of something that's going on with your head in a, in a bad way, that'd be where I'd start with, going to see your doc and get onto yeah. a plan if you can. I used to be of the opinion that, yeah, like, that it was a bad idea that people shouldn't go to therapy. And then, um, 
Yeah, and it was just because I never met the right person. A lot of but it. Yeah, sorry. shout out to shout out to Snid mm-hmm. for telling me to go to try again, mm-hmm. and for helping me find somebody who I gelled with. Um, she also knows all the words to "Angel of Death" by Slayer, so that <laughs> sort of ties in there. Um, and uh, would you call that intro kitten core? <laughs> no, definitely not. I'm just getting but an it idea. But still rules. Yeah. No. Um, oh yeah. No, I love Slayer. And yeah. But that's yeah, the so, thing. So now, so now I think, yeah, now I think Sykes a good thing. I have mm. flip flopped on this a bit, but I think I'm probably going to stay where I'm at. I think it's a good thing. There's a stigma. Don't. Sorry, let, let me finish yeah. my little yeah, rant. There you go. The the thing that I think is bad is like uh, the diagnoses. Don't don't get too caught up in the I got this, I got that. Yeah. Just yeah. like think about how you can work better. That's what me and my psych mm. do. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, th- focus on the traits, not the yeah. not the definitions or, or focus the, on the path forward. Really. Yeah. That's like that's yeah. I don't like, know. You you recognize something that you do that someone might not like, and maybe usually your first reaction is to say this and just think to yourself, oh wait, maybe I'll try this differently. You know. Yeah. You know, yeah. If it goes a different way, it might, it might not. But that's that's the sort of thing you 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 get a you get a you get someone else's uh, perception on it. So you can get, uh, like you said, a better path forward, yeah, and, yeah. And, and move forward from that. And yeah, there's that's the thing too. I think a lot of people kind of steer away from wanting to even just get diagnosed in general is the fact that once you get that against your name, it for some jobs can't well, have that. You know, yeah, for certain that. goals, life, uh, passions, or jobs, or whatever. Whatever it is, really. Sometimes, if you get diagnosed with that shit or whatever, and it's on under your records or name or stuff, sometimes that's game over. Yeah. So I can understand why there's always hesitancy to get diagnosed, and and if you know you do or you, you don't, or it could just be like a a fucking down in the rut moment that you're having. Yeah. Or you could have something wrong with the wiring in your brain. You yeah. Know? Like well, I feel uh, I feel very grateful that I think my brain is wired in a reasonable way. Um, but I still see a psych because it still mm. fucking helps. Yeah. You know, like nothing. Uh, yeah. It's per- and how, how much of a difference would it make if you didn't have music as a part of that as well to cope? Maybe life would be better if, I, <laughs> if I never got into music. <laughs> <laughs> you might not have gotten even more sad. No. Yeah. What came, what came first? The pop music or the sadness? I don't know the quote, but it's from that We Set Sail song. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh I, cool I, band. They they are. They are cool. And they're brizzy too, aren't they? Yeah. 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 So have what were what were any what was the biggest sort of uh, biggest band in Brisbane at the time that that uh when you were starting to see shows oh. and shit? Um, it took me a while to see them because I still lived in Gladstone. Mm-hmm. But in 2009, I heard Arrows for the first time. Okay. And that changed my life. Yeah. Incredible band. I've never actually met the people in Arrows. Um, they're, they're like friends of friends. Mm-hmm. But um, their music is incredible. And I still, it's, yeah, still my favorite Australian band ever. Yeah. Um, and so I got to see them on their last show. And I got to see them with... I think that was with Mineral. No, like, they, like, broke up. I, so I saw their last show. I saw them play with Mineral. And then I saw them do, uh, when they 
played one more time for Shane. Um, Shane from the Gift Horse. They played for him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, I used to love that band too. I, you know, that was the thing as well. I, back in the day, remember getting one of these like little sample CDs from one of the music articles. Uh, who was it? Blunt Magazine. I think it was Blunt Mag at the time. Mm. And it came with like one of those little CD things on the, on the front of it. You buy it, whatever, and you hear like a song from each band that's on that label or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think they were, oh, who was it that was on there? Yeah, yeah, Gift Horse was on there, and the song "Past the Break" mm. was that. That was like one of the only songs I'd ever heard from Gift Gift Horse for such a long time. I never thought yeah. that they were Brizzy Bass, and I yeah. loved that song. Yeah, it was so good, and not a clue who any of them were. I know half like half the people now. Yeah. But going back when I was 15, 16, 17, all that, I was just going with a couple of friends and stuff to these shows. Yeah. You know, oh, I I didn't know the scene. I wasn't a part of it. I was I was just a fan. Yeah. It's just a fan who really liked music. Well, that's that's always been me with Arrows. Like I've, yeah. I've met a lot of the local bands that I like, but I've never met them. Mm. Um But yeah, I remember like, you know, so I work at Via Studios now. Mm. And um, I remember reading their liner notes, and it's like recorded at Vice Studios. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Yeah, this is recorded at my work. That's so cool. How long ago was this? Which room was it? I'm gonna go in yeah. there for a little bit. Leave me alone. Sniff around a little yeah. bit. <laughs> See if they left a note. <laughs> I didn't know you um you, you uh worked at Vice Studios as well. Yeah. How yeah. long have you been working there for? A couple of years. Yeah. Right now, like four years or something. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful place to work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've only been there maybe once or twice, and I was there in passing, I think, mm. one of the times with Stewie and Goon. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's such a good such a good vibe. A couple, a couple of my mates go in there. Have you seen uh, Liam, Anthony? He comes in um, there, he jams Idle Ruin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Liam. Yeah. Yep. I love that guy. Yeah, he's, he's always a, good chat. Yeah. Oh, he's I've got a, I've got a very I've got a very soft spot for him. Yeah, you know, and yeah, like in, in like we were saying earlier, as a reference, like he's a fucking workhorse drummer. You know, he's been in yeah, okay, God knows how many bands. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, a, a lot to count. Well, yeah, he's always jamming. Yeah, I, I see him every week. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and then you'd have Caleb coming into the real. Super. Uh, what band is Kevin? Uh, Idle Ruin as oh, well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's that. He's really tall. Yeah. And yeah. real lanky. Yeah. 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 Uh, again, another sweetheart of a human being that I've both yeah. both of them have had on here to chat as oh, well. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And just insane musicians though. That's yeah. Well, when I was going through your list of previous episodes, I saw mm. like so many people that I've just met through Vile. Yeah. Yeah. They're just. It's such a wide variety as well yeah, like yeah. i don't just stick to to one like my favorite at the moment like as everyone does everyone goes through their phases of what they really like at the moment mine right now is just straight up beat down because it matches oh, yeah. my mood right now i just yeah. fucking mm, just angry so i hear that and that just funnily enough soothes me nice. i listen to yeah. that and it just calms me down because someone's shouting at me and it's like well i don't want to be that guy yeah, you know, and I, uh, I I would be that guy if it was at a show. Yeah, but I don't want to be that guy in public right now. So I'm gonna listen to this, and I'm just gonna chill out a little bit, and then I'm gonna go about my day. Uh -huh. So that's been that. You know, that when I'm sad, I listen to sad music. When I'm angry, I listen to angry music. You know, when I'm happy, I listen to happy music. Okay, it's there's not really too. I'm not really too picky yeah. in terms of how I listen to my stuff. It's it's a lot of it's based on mood. Yeah, it always has been for me. If I'm 
stoked if I'm going to go for a wor- well, workouts, you know, especially. Mm-hmm. I just fucking angriest, heaviest, maddest sort of oh, shit. Okay. So, workouts, I listen to techno. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or like like hardcore, it, but like yeah. techno hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Is, so is it like, the beat? Like the, the, the hecticness of the beat that uh, comes out? Yeah, I mean, I just thought the fucking really aggressive samples. Like, I love a little Texas. Do you I tro- always listen to yeah. Little Texas when I'm going for the PRs. <laughs> Do you use the the beats as a rhythm, like when nah. you're doing your workouts or anything like nah, that? No, okay. it's just so I'll. So that's I'll what I thought you might have been listening to it for. I'm, I'll listen to something like whatever. I'm listening to something, and then it's like if it's time to really go for it, I'm always switching to Little Texas and turning it up like three or four clicks, <laughs> so that my ears are just like fucking exploding. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. That's been my mistake though. So I don't know how your hearing is, but mine's pretty fucked. So, well, no. Yeah. Then I always turn it back down again because I want to feel that feeling of it getting louder. <laughs> you know, it can't just always get louder. <laughs> yeah. Look, I I wasn't I wasn't very smart when I was younger. I didn't use a lot of hearing protection when I went oh, to gigs. Yeah. yeah, like I just didn't. And there was a lot of those shows. Mine's okay right now, um, but yeah, thank God. Like, knock on wood, mm. it'll probably fucking go sometime. <laughs> You can hear, or I, sorry, not you. Uh, I can hear buzzing in my ear every now and then. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah, I get it from time to time, but it's never been a big problem. Yeah. It, it's never been achy. Never been achy yet. But I do struggle to hear sometimes unless yeah. I'm like looking straight at you. Uh, if, you know, my my workmate is a fucking shocker because he'll just, he'll be, he'll, he'll be talking sometimes, but he's just got a soft voice. It's not a very loud person, yeah, right? Yeah. So he might be talking and then uh, I might have my head down or whatever. And again, like I'm already half deaf, I reckon, at this stage. Like it's pretty fucked. And, you know, he'd just be talking and saying this and that. And then he'll look at me as I realise that I feel the presence. Someone's there looking at me. And I'm like, oh. And he's looking at me as if to be like, so what are your thoughts? <laughs> like, like, what the fuck did you say to me? And he's like, oh, didn't you hear me? I'm like, no. What's up with you, man? You gotta look at Dude, me when you talk to me. I'm so bad. I, I think my my hearing is fine, but I'm so bad at like picking up social cues. Yeah. That like <laughs> I always, whenever I'm meeting new people, I'm like fucking terrible at talking to them. Yeah. And I always do the whole like, yeah, I think I know what you like. I in my head, I'm like, yeah, just run with it. They said this, yeah. and I'm like, I'll reply. Yeah, I'm like, how do I spin this reply that it'll just work for anything that yeah. they said? Yeah. Oh. But a friend a long time ago. Um, told me a little technique. You always just say, um, I guess it's all about finding that balance, isn't it? And that sentence works as a response for literally anything. It's all about finding that balance. I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of using that in use some sort it. of... Yeah, use it. You're saying use it, like remember to use yes. it. Yeah, it's okay. got me out of so many... So many like shitty conversations. It's all about finding that balance, and they always feel so heard. Yeah, it's. I mean, this is like this is the devil and, shit. And so this is not necessarily because you agree with them. It's because it's because you I want. haven't heard what they said correctly. Yeah, <laughs> and, or they're saying some cook shit. Yes, and then you're trying to yeah. not get involved in this cook shit. So yep. you're just agreeing until you can get the fuck out of there. Or I think they're boring. <laughs> <laughs> fuck oh look you know what now that i look back so far at our chat i haven't heard that yet uh, i haven't heard that yet well, Shane, so, you know it's just all about finding that balance 
Oh, I'm just going to fucking think about that all the time now. It just anybody's conversation. And I'm going to start doing it too. So it's, oh, the fucking couriers at work. They're the guys I need to be doing that too because some of them just don't shut the fuck up. Try it out. Seriously. Try it out They just need morning. to go. Yeah. They just need to get the fuck out. No, well, actually, it, <coughs> it does inspire more of the painful conversation. I don't, I've still not figured out how to end right, okay. the painful conversation. All right, so it's almost like I need to take a whiteboard in with me and, and write down what conversations happen after I say that and yeah. then try and see it maybe class it as to who I say it to. This is step one of a multi-step process. Holy shit, this is the thing. I've got to get like, there's a little whiteboard up on the, uh, up in the studio here. So I've got to get one like that and I'm going to, I'm going to buy one for work and I'm going to set something up like that. I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a study. I think that's a good idea. I'm going to try and do a study with this with only couriers though. But what's good about the couriers is that 90% of them are all dudes. Uh 90% of them have all got that real fucking boomer mentality as well. Oh, that's so, a shame. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. of them, some of them, not all of them. So it's always the fucking, it's always the uh, the the minority that ruin it for the rest of them. But you just couriers, said ninety percent. Yeah, know, <laughs> it's not I a know, minority. I know. I'm about to say, but with couriers, it's a whole different animal. Oh, okay, okay. Because half the time they just employ anyone that has a fucking newt. Yeah, and you know, and uh, there, there was seriously there was one guy that came through one time who dead set smelled like piss, like, and, and he's working. Well, come, I mean, like, come on, man. When you say piss, you mean urine or? I mean piss, urine. Yeah. yeah oh, I mean, there's like, no problem with that. I'm, I'm okay with people smelling like piss. What, like, as in, like, you haven't washed for fucking two days, and there's like, you, you clearly don't shake. You it's let it clearly soak. a problem for this person. Yeah, because yeah, we even had to call up the courier business right after because not only was he fucking just sitting in his car, like, because this was like COVID time too. So, what he needed to do was reverse up, and we will come out and load him because we didn't want them getting out of their cars. Uh-huh. And then they can move, head out, and then strap up, and away they go. We made it super fucking easy for them. You know, we will do the work for you. No, no, you can't. That's what I mean. Like, these are the perfect people to fucking do this with. It's like yeah. you give them simple instructions, and they're just like, hey, dude. Oh, man. And again, not all couriers. Fuck. There's one guy, Jace. He's a f- the funniest guy. It's, you know, like, it, it, they're not all bad. Not all yeah, bad, right? Yeah. But they're the best ones I probably could say would go with this uh, balance thing, though. So we'll we'll give that a crack. We, this tangent shit yeah, happens all the... Yeah, let's get back to f- music. It <laughs> fucking happens all the time, man. You know? So what... You were going through your catalogue earlier. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's keep going through the catalogue. Yeah. All right, all right. I think you got through maybe one or two. Literally one. One. <laughs> we talked about Super Death. Well, we talked about two Super Death releases. Yeah. Um, and then the Salt Money. So Salt Money is all of us. That's my... I'm the vocalist of Salt Money. It's my, my little baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I have both cassettes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, so Salt Money's like... <clears throat> Doing cool shit. We, yeah, we got two EPs, both out on Women's House and Team Glasses. Mm-hmm. And we just started doing, um, started working with these two labels from Malaysia, mm-hmm. Uterid Tapes and 838A Records. Okay. So Uterid have been around for like 21 years. 
Never um, heard of them. Yeah, I mean, you, you wouldn't if you weren't from like if you weren't from Southeast Asia. They just they keep their shit real local. Yeah. Um, oh right. Okay. But like they distro a lot of international bands. That's cool. Yeah. So I think they've done work with I don't know. I think maybe the world of the glance and Ooh, um, yeah, I've got, no, I've got some their stuff. Some of Cam's old bands like yeah. to the north. Um, oh yeah, I didn't realize he was in Eucalypt? that band. You know Eucalypt? No, I don't know Eucalypt. I didn't know Cam was in To The North. Oh, okay. I ended up, I, one of the nights when Crowbar was still a thing, they must have been playing a show there one night and they were palming out like one of these like free CDs or some shit yeah. like that. Um, or either that, because I don't know if they were free or not. You know, local musicians don't just fucking throw out free shit. So I don't know, I, all I know is I don't know how I got a hold of this, but I got a hold of like to the, one of To The North releases and cool. I got it at home. Yeah. Didn't know he was in it. Yeah. yeah. It's, again, it's this small world shit that once you start actually talking to musicians and hanging out with them a bit more and, and you know, learning about how they record and the processes and shit. Yeah. Everybody fucking knows everyone. Totally. You know, and yeah. or, or they've been in a multitude of bands. You just got, yeah, yeah. You've, some of them you've never, never even heard of sort of yeah. thing. See, I didn't know that... You were unworthy of life. Yeah. And originally, because we said this off air beforehand, I was never an edge kid. Never yeah. anything. I, ha- I I hated the fucking... Because back then, do you remember a band called The War? Yeah. 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 That whole edge era back then as well. Yeah. Was fucking cooked. I mean, know? there's some corny shit back then. I don't know anything yeah. about The War. Like, yeah. I mean, so I know the band. Yeah. But I don't know anything about the people. Oh, it was just the, it was just that edge mentality back then. Like, I don't know if they're any different now, but back then, whole fucking. Edge people in the are just pit, like any other shit. people. There's yeah. some good ones and some bad ones. Yeah. They would just, anytime that there was like an edge band playing, yeah. usually the pit would just go like fucking 10 times harder with the crowd killing yeah, and shit. Yeah. I fuck, like, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind you punching air and shit like that. Whatever, but that was... I like, don't like the crowd killing shit. That's what it yeah. was, man. I fucking hate that. They were just launching themselves into the back of the crowd where people can... Like, I get it. You're standing on the edge, but they're standing there because they don't want to be a part of it, but also want to watch the show. Yeah. You know, they don't want to lose their good view, their good spot. Yeah. They don't want to also cop a fucking fist in the face as well. Yeah. Like, put your hand out, do all that shit. But when you're actively, like, launching yourself into the crowd to fucking hurt people and you're just so psyched up, fuck off. Yeah, That's yeah. dog. It's it's not well yeah I mean not yeah. that uh, that doesn't have anything to do with straight edge does it you know? no it like, doesn't and it gives it a bad name because every time that shit would happen it was always in yeah. a fucking edge pit yeah so you associate that yeah. sort of mentality with yeah, the edge totally. lords and you'd be like fucking assholes yeah you know? now you know you give it time the less you care as well about that sort of holding on to grudges or whatever. I don't yeah. I don't have any issues like that anymore. I've I just recently bought your cassette, Unworthy of Life. Yeah, yeah. And then I bought another band from uh Los Angeles, I think it was, Firestarter. Okay. And they're a they're a Los Angeles straight edge hardcore band. Yeah, cool. Never heard of them. Yeah. But they're fucking cool. Cool. So I'll I got them and I listened yeah. to them and I jam them. I don't care if you do the whole edge shit. Whatever. <laughs> if your music is good and you got that right energy I'll I'll check you out. Yeah, like, okay. It's it's not about that for me anymore. I don't Fair need enough. to be hanging out with one group and just stick to it. You know, yeah. Uh, you've always got your diehards that'll be like, you know, fucking punk for life, metal for life, whatever. 
and they won't ever go to different shows. They'll just yeah. go to the metal shows because they just think, oh, that's shit. I don't get the same vibe out of it. Eh. No, I mean, it's fuck not, that. It's not as I, fun. Yeah. Straight Edge has never been about that for me. And when I made Unworthy of Life, um, yeah, I, I just, I wanted to be anonymous for a while, actually. So it, when you said, yeah, you didn't know that I did it, that was mm. by design. Like, I didn't really want to be the face of the thing because okay. it's a solo project yeah and i just wanted it to be a thing but um like i just wanted it to exist on the internet and and be and around for for younger people who are getting in who are thinking about straight edge mm-hmm. thinking about veganism i wanted them to get psyched on it and not have to think about what that implicates them into any sort of social scene what that means I just wanted them to have something to latch on to. So, like, the first song off the first Unworthy Life release is called Isolation. And mm. it's it's about mm. um, it's about being straight edge but feeling like that you don't belong. Yeah. So, it's not like a us versus them thing. It's yep. literally like this is a personal, like, a personal thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, like, I have had a lot of people hit me up and say that that's really resonated with them especially younger people, and that makes me so excited to hear. Mm. You know, because, like, being in a regional town and being straight edge, like, fucking regional Queensland is a real tough place to try and be straight edge. Yeah, and it's not without any of its stereotypes, but I do know when you go regional as well, drug use can be quite hectic yeah, as totally. well in particular. And yeah, and, I mean, alcohol culture is massive. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Like I mean, Queensland culture and Forex, mm. the fucking brand of yeah. alcohol, I fucking is ha- like is it tastes, one and the same. Tastes like shit, and then it's like the emblem for Queens or Queensland or yeah, you know, like and cool. then it's associated with masculinity as well. Like so, consuming alcohol is associated with masculinity in in regional Queensland, quite heavily associated. So that really bummed me out at you know turning turning of age. Rum. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, fuck. Like, um, that yeah. shit is horrid. Like, growing up as a person who wasn't interested in alcohol mm. and identifying as a man, like a, a boy turning into a man, it felt like shit that people were telling me, you know, like, to be a man, you must consume alcohol. Mm. And I didn't fucking buy that for a second. It's the, so. it's, yeah, it's the next step into your adulthood. you got to yeah. do it. It's, it, it's like a... Some people are like it's a, a rite of passage. Yeah, that's fuck word. anyone yeah. who says that shit. Yeah, like, it's like you got to do things like a tradition. It's like, yeah, why? First of all, don't ever tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're second, not my mom. <laughs> second of all, don't tell people to drink alcohol. That's like a fucking life ruiner. Why? Yeah. It's, don't do that. Yeah, I um, mean, that's like don't like if you if someone's feeling shit, don't encourage them, if, especially to do that. Like, like oh, that's the if, worst time. If people are, if people are into what they're into, whatever they can do their thing. I'm not going to yeah. tell anyone to do anything otherwise. But don't encourage people to do. No, no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, like don't walk your friend down the alleyway and shoot them in the back of their head. No, no, <laughs> unless you've look. Everybody's got their own method to their madness, right? Yeah, like, uh, I think. So if I, like, I'll know when I'm, like, like I was saying to you earlier, like, I know when I'm in a bad spot, like, mm. it, mentally and stuff as well, because I've had that time to, to talk about it, to, to, to gain my own sort of personal views, regardless of needing 
um, uh, music or, or anything else to, to help motivate me to do that. It took a lot of time originally to get my head screwed on first and then let the appreciation of the music come through after that as well. Does that sort of make sense? Like yeah, I totally. needed, I needed yeah. to be in the right headspace first to sort of interpret yeah. a lot of the music that I was kind of getting into at that point, which was kind of heavy. You yeah. know, why would you listen to sad music when you're sad and you want to do stuff to yourself in not a yeah, good way, yeah. right? But after a while, like it was never so much of, you know, uh, it, it was relatability. Uh-huh. Like somebody yeah. else is feeling that same sort of, pain or frustration to me so the music sort of resonates with you yeah whereas you know like i said you listen to the heavy stuff you're angry quite often it can be it can be soothing and it is yeah for totally me. yeah a so lot of people get that it's everybody's got different uh views and opinions on on how they're trying to get through life at the moment but i really think that if what whatever is working for you is if it's working and it's not hurting anybody else, do it. Oh, 100%. You know, yeah. just just do it. I'm not encouraging anything hectic or bad or whatever, right? But if whatever whatever you're doing is helping right now with coping and all this bullshit in the world with lockdowns and not being able to work as much or whatever your problem may be, don't beat yourself up about it. Yeah, you know? totally. And, and especially, and going back, saying that though, like it's not saying that, you know, the, uh, as an example, the isolation song from Unworthy mm. of Life where people relate to it. that That's that's awesome too. Like that's that's a really important thing because in their struggles, like whatever they may be, they've found your shit and gone, oh, fuck. Yeah, this, totally. this is yeah. my coping mechanism for yeah. me right now and this is what's going to help me get through the day. You yeah, know, it, and, th- and that makes me feel incredible because, you know, like that that was me when I wrote the song. Yeah. Yeah, like... But um, it has to be a pretty it, sorry. It, it like it bums me out that a lot of people have when when you tell somebody that you're straight edge, mm. a lot of people associate it with the crowd killing, with exactly the, and yeah. like that ain't me, yeah. and that's never been me. Yeah. And there's so like yeah, it, it's it's not like I grew out of that shit. I was never in that shit. Yeah. But I've always been straight edge. I I tried that whole throwing your arms around and shit once. Oh, throwing your arms around is cool. It's yeah. fun, but crowd killing ain't. Yeah. Oh, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But the problem is though, is that it is fun if you know how to do it, yeah. or you know the etiquette. So very early on, uh, call it PTSD if you will. Very early on, I tried it for the first time, and believe it or not, this happened at a Devil Wears Prada gig. Yeah, where in, all the yeah. real hardcore, real yeah, hardcore. fucking hallelujah, right? Like, and just swinging arms. I got yeah. fucking knocked out. Like, uh, yeah, or not knocked out completely, but um, I got concussed that night, and then there was that Say Goodbye gig. It yeah. was at Club 299. That was the second time I got kicked in the head. Well, first one was a punch across the face. And then the second one was a kick to the head that knocked me to the ground. Um, not out cold, but mm. came to a couple of seconds later, f- fucking bright white lights and shit. And hello, God. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh wait, this isn't Devil Wears Prada gear. <laughs> it, it's it turned me off that shit very early on. Yeah. Because that's yeah. what can happen. Like you just get a fucking flailing arm or leg coming at you, and you're not ready yeah. for it. Bye bye. Yeah. You know, it's not that I've like brushed death, but like I consider myself <laughs> lucky at the fact that I didn't hit my head on the concrete yeah. at that place. Like two nine nine was a 
16 at the time, I was like thinking, this is what people come to to get shit faced. I'm <laughs> sure people loved going to it when it was a thing, but I, I was yeah. walking through it in the middle, the, like, because it was a day show. Yeah. Right. I'm like thinking, this place is a fucking shithole. <laughs> and there yeah. was like that with Rosie's when I went. It was like the first time and the only time I got a chance to go to Rosie's before it shut down was when Make Them Suffer did their first um, tour like yeah. across from WA. Because, yeah. I mean, if you're a band from WA as well, like more power to you if you can get a, get away with like doing shows on the regular. Because I remember they played in Gladstone. It's another yes, example of a band. They did. Yeah. They did a regional rampage thing with yeah. um in hearts wake yeah uh, they probably played gladstone yeah because oh, well not specifically that one but i only knew that one because they played up at soul bar like as they were heading up yeah towards that way and i went and checked that out yeah cool. and on the way home uh i blew a tire out on the bruce highway no yeah and this was at like fucking 10 30 11 o'clock at night yeah right? yeah it, it was horrible, like, with the things you do to go and see some of these shows, right? Yeah. Like, and Because uh, um, I got their tattoo on my leg. Um, oh, yeah, they were cool. the first band that I really, truly got into as a fan sort of thing. Yeah. And uh, I still have a, a chat every now and then to Shauno, the vocalist. Yeah. Because um, that I met those guys very early on and, and Chris, the original bassist and stuff. He, I, I can't remember who it was, but it was one of those guys from Make Them Suffer that I had met over in Perth without realizing because they were handing out flyers for oh, yeah. their shows happening yeah, that yeah. weekend or some shit like that. Yeah, Rosemount was another venue down there as well. Fuck, I don't, I don't even know why I'm saying that. You wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying before you don't even shouts know. to Rosemount. Yeah, Rosemount. Um, yeah, so they were playing shows all up through there and yeah i mean in hearts wake are one of those bands that caught onto it early on too and started doing i mean yeah, they're from yeah. byron and they they had the perfect reason to sort of do those regional shows because they were regional i mean would you call it regional love they come from northern rivers or byron is like yeah hardcore epicenter yeah uh, like uh, i don't know you wouldn't really call it regional though would yeah. you it's a surfer town yeah pretty much well i wouldn't even call it that anymore it's a fucking what do you what that place is just filled with nothing but property development and fucking <laughs> um tourists now yeah that's yeah. all it is it, it sucks i used to love getting away there i don't go there anymore to get away i go to brunswick yeah okay. brunswick heads yeah mm, that place is great you know, and it's still not really. Most people just keep on going down to Byron, yeah, which is nice, cool, more space for me at Brunswick, yeah, less people, better stuff to do there as well. You know, I've never been much of a beach person. I really should, but this this summer, I'm getting a tan. You like, watch, everyone's gonna fucking go out this summer. This summer, they get I'm a getting chance. a tan. Yeah, I'm gonna look so good this summer. Do you tan though, or do you burn? I do. I tan. I fucking hate all of you <laughs> i don't i still don't i i am a uh i don't tan i burn yeah and when i burn it breaks out a few more freckles but like i'm a pasty like you look at this shit yeah man. like uh, it's pretty pasty you, you will see me he's showing the leg yeah, yeah. i was i it genuinely was i'm <laughs> sitting on like i'm using the second chair as a, as a rest and i've just put me up and put my leg up like one of those paint me <laughs> like one of your French girls' uh, photo frames then. Yeah. And I do. I am a very white human being. But at least I know melanoma is not going to be an issue for me. But if you know you what? If you stay out of the sun. Yeah, 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 if you stay out of the sun, exactly. Uh, but see, that's also the thing too. I suppose 
since I don't get the sun regularly and then I do get burnt, I could be more likely to get Look, I mean, melanoma. yeah, I'm not your doctor. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Well, everybody's a doctor these days, so I don't know. Yeah. Oh, a bit of a pot shot there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's fucking wild times. I never thought any of that sort of shit would become more of a uh, ingrained thing in society yeah, where yeah. online chat has now pretty much become everything like not not in the sense that more so that our online lingo is literally coming out into the public and how we react online is how we're starting to react in public as well yeah, like totally. you have those stupid yeah. ass blow ups on Facebook or whatever massive arguments debates this and that used to just stick to fucking Facebook now it's coming out onto the, yeah, the okay. streets and popping up and you have having to have more of those uncomfortable conversations with people you just don't want to you know i i just don't want to do i i ignore 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 i live in blissful ignorance like i yeah wish I, I could do i that. do not engage with mm. people on facebook oh yeah i don't even use <laughs> my podcast page anymore yeah I uh, or someone who doesn't have a Facebook page, Unworthy Life has no social media. Yeah, I tried finding out. That's <laughs> what I mean. I tried finding Unworthy Life to tag because yeah. anytime I get a cassette, I tag the band. Yeah, and then yeah, I'm like trying to find yours. Yeah, nah. Yeah, oh, okay. Then fuck you. I'll just that hashtag you. That was a conscious choice. Like yeah, yeah. the no social media because I wanted to try and stay more anonymous, and yeah. it just it just like have the music speak for itself. But unfortunately. People liked it, and then yeah, <laughs> people so figured out that it was me, and then I was like, "Oh, well, like I just I'll be I'll be the have, person now." Well, have they? Well, that's usually what they'll do, though, is that they'll pester you and they'll go. So, have you got anything new coming out with it? <laughs> is, is that, that a, is that a thing? Oh yeah, it is now. Yeah, I mean, there's an EP coming, <laughs> but oh, there's been an EP coming since 2019. <laughs> I feel real bad. Shouts to the homies with uh, Best Wishes Records and Bound by Modern Age Records. I like Best Wishes. Yeah, they're good. Uh, yeah, they've been putting out the Unworthy Life stuff in Australia and Bound by Modern Age has been doing it in Europe. And I've been telling them both that there's this EP coming for two years because it has been. It's been coming. And <laughs> I'm like, don't worry. It's sick. It's way better than the old shit. Oh. Um, but it's just not finished yet. Oh, that's funny. I wonder if any of those got any of those record labels. I'm, I'm always curious nowadays now. I'm just... Not 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 on the on who li- like the number of people that listen to it. Yeah, who listens to it? Yeah, I'm curious to know if anybody ever listens to it that is on a a bigger scale or you know like one of those sort of uh, oh my god this guy's or this girl who whoever has got a big following and they they like my shit and they say yeah, they listen to yeah. it. Oh, I don't know how to feel about that. Don't know. I I I don't know how to feel about that. But I'm more curious to know these days I've who is then how many yeah i don't give a fuck about that anymore yeah i mean it's I, nice but i've often been like very flattered by people who've complimented me because i like their work um and don't know them but they're always like local people i've never had fucking celebrities liking my I shit know. i know that'd be that'd be so cool yeah. i think if just you just happen to do like an off thing like you know who would be so as as a as a music point, the biggest hardcore straight edge band going out in the world, or whoever it is right now, if they messaged you and were Earth like Earth Crisis, Earth Crisis, <laughs> if they messaged you and were like, "Sick record, man, are you going to bring out another one?" Yeah, I mean, it would be like, "What the fuck, Carl? 
go to bed. Like, <laughs> you heard yeah. a time difference? <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. It's a funny story. Uh, I saw Earth Crisis. So, had a chance to see Earth Crisis yeah. um, in 2012 when I was here with my friends. We were going to Boston. But then um, the world blew up because the, no, the mine calendar. Yeah, true, true, yeah. Um, Sorry, that was bad. <laughs> Earth Crisis were playing and we were like, should we go see Earth Crisis or should we go go-karting? And we went go-karting. Oh. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, no. Earth Crisis. And oh. go-karting was fun as fuck. And then uh, we shared the same flight with them back oh. to America the next day. Did you go and introduce yourself? No. Oh, <laughs> no. That'd be weird. Oh, I heard you were playing last night, but we went go kart. Actually, they probably think that's funny as fuck. In but, retrospect, yes, yeah, you probably should. It's always but, like, oh, coulda, woulda, shoulda. Back then, I was straight edge. I wasn't vegan yet. If I was vegan at the time, I would have been so much more into Earth Crisis. But back then, I was like, eh, it's not really my thing. So you would take the stab in the dark. Would you? Are you a fan of Antagonist AD? Um, I mean, not really. No, no, yeah. Are they? Are but they like, s- yeah, like they're, they're cool. Yeah, They've just never been that into them. No, yeah. okay. Yeah. So it's not because, as far as I remember, they were vegan straight edge, weren't they? Uh, I don't know. Don't know that much about them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to look into that. Something in my head is telling me that they were that to begin with, or because mm. uh, they were one of those bands back in the day too that I didn't like. I'd seen them a few times early on. Mm. I just didn't like the vocals. I yeah. Didn't, I wasn't. I wasn't a fan of the vocals, but they released something either early this year or last year, uh, the system is uh, racist and oppressive or something. Fucking banger. Cool. It was really good. It was really good, and it got me back into them. I'm like, why don't I hate them? Their early stuff isn't – it still really isn't my cup of tea, but their most recent stuff that they did, it's good. I like it. I liked it, so – yeah, I was just curious to know if you'd heard of them before. Cause yeah, no, I didn't realize, heard of them, but yeah, just not a big listener. I didn't, um, I didn't realize how long they'd been around for too. Yeah, like two thousand. Like I'd s- seen them for the first time in two thousand and eight, and they're still playing now. You know? Yeah, yeah, but they're nowhere near to the size of say bands that were playing back then that have got huge now. It's weird how you you know some some bands from that same era are still around. Yeah, but who got big and who didn't get big. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. You know, you always think that, oh, they could have been. Like, why weren't they? Yeah. It's always a what-if scenario. You know, Parkway Drive ended up getting huge, but they all played shows together and stuff like that very early yeah, those, on. The Parkway songs are just so fucking good. Mm. That's the thing. Yeah. I don't think it's mm. like a, I don't think it's a lock thing. Do you rate their new stuff? No, I don't listen to it. No? I, well, I mean, I haven't heard it. Oh, so okay. Okay. But, um... I don't know. Did it's you get turned off them? I just stopped point? listening. Just stopped listening? Yeah. I kind of stopped listening after Deep Blue. Yeah, that's when I stopped. Yeah? Too. Yeah. That was... Just got kind of bored of it. And you move on to other things. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's, I, I don't spend much time listening to hardcore at the moment. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I've been listening to a lot of pop music. <laughs> a lot of... <laughs> what, what What tickles your fancy? I'm curious. I um, don't listen to a lot of pop music, so... Oh, it's like, kind of one of the ones I'd like... Genuinely... <laughs> genuinely like kind of steer away from like oh, okay it's just, i don't know it's just all kind of sounds the same to me it's a bit boring no nah, no nah, it's like i mean pop music's been so interesting for like the last couple of years it's starting to get boring again but i'm sure it'll be like an uptick again soon i don't know it's just like um well who are some examples then of who you listen to 
Charlie XCX, AG Cook, 100 Gex. Nah, now you're starting to sound like gibberish to me. So, <laughs> like, the first one, yes. Last two, no. Yeah. Not a clue. Um, no, rattle some more off. I want to see how clueless I am. Caroline Polachek. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure she's lovely. <laughs> yeah, she's great. Um, I don't know. Uh, anything off dog show? Um, so, like, Fraxium. Um these are like hyper pop bands. You heard of hyper pop? Oh man, no, you got yeah. me. Is this a, is this a whole it's like a genre? Of yeah, pop. am yeah. I missing something here? Yeah, like, it's been a thing for like only a couple of years, but I was like to the party on K-pop. It's, like, it's been big up and big down. Yeah, like but um, like yeah. I, I was late to the party on K-pop. Yeah, suddenly that was taken off, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, this has I been never, around already. What? I never been big into K-pop. It's huge. I over like there. twice. I like twice, but I think I only like them because I think they're hot. <laughs> and they got they got cool dance moves too. I still don't even know who you're talking about. No, they're just K pop band. Yeah, that's it's, I'm shocking but with that. Everybody in K pop is hot. Like that's <laughs> that's, that's, just that's their unreal that's their image. Yeah. The image is that they have to be like super ridiculously good looking and yeah. shit like that. And then yeah. do outrageously over the top uh dance moves uh, yeah the dance moves are sick yeah <sighs> look hey if it if it tickles your fancy why not yeah you know, i'm not here to judge it's just that's like no it doesn't tickle my fancy that's fair you know? so yeah. it's yeah K-pop's i don't call it really bad music i just don't listen to it k-pop's not really the thing for me yeah, if you catch me on an opinionated day, I'm like, mm. anything that I don't like is bad music. Get the fuck away from me. It's just but shit. you've caught me on a good day, Shane. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm like, glad. I'm like, anybody can listen to whatever they want. Yeah. If you like K-pop, that's good. All the power to you. I yeah. hope you enjoy it. Well, actually, um, let, well, let's rephrase that, though. Like, you can listen to anything you want, but if you're going to listen to any of that sort of white power shit around me, you're going to get a fist to the face. There's, yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there's, there's a difference, you know. So that that's probably my one line in the sand. Fair you enough. Know? Yeah. If you're not listening to the fucking... Uh, well, the intro song to this uh, potty is is from a band called Gridflex. Um, oh, I know Gridflex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, not anymore, uh, unfortunately, but I fucking loved them. Yeah, yeah. It was so good. And yeah, they said, yeah, it's all sweet to use. Eat the Rich yeah, as cool. the uh, intro song. I fucking love that song. Yeah. Best, best intro. And yes, Eat the Fucking Rich. You know, yeah. call me a, call me a commie. I don't care. I was in Spit Nails. I was in Spit Nails for a hot minute. Yes, that and was so the thing I played, Adam told me too. Yeah, I played the I played the um, split shows with Gridflex. Yeah, those were the only shows I played with Spit Nails. But I mastered the Spit Nails was, side of that record. Did, did you play that um, show down at Southport? At Vinnie's? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, man, I was there. So like, yeah. small fucking world. Yeah, but I didn't even know you were there. I mean, I was yeah. That was don't like, even that was a messed up show. We were like in and out. What? Well, oh, cutting in and out. Sort no, of thing no. Or? Like um, we had two shows in the same day, so we just played our set and then fucking jetted off. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That was a weird one. That one you had the Arvo show. Yeah, and then and then Sunshine Coast the same day. Yeah, honestly, it wasn't a good weekend. That was. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big effort. Two shows in one day, but like yeah. a big gap in between it. Because then, like by that drive up there and shit, you're just like. Can I go yeah. to bed? Yeah. Surely, right? Second yeah. show was pretty abysmal. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, well, I like the sunny coast, but I mean, the venue was sick. Yeah, where'd where'd you play? Where was it? Um, Black Box. Oh, Black Box Theater. Yeah, Yeah, cool. We turned all the lights off and just had like one little lamp. It was really cool. That's cool. Yeah, Um, that that place used to be really on and off. Like when Sunny Coast picked up with its all ages shows and shit. That's where everyone would go. Yeah, when if, if if a band was doing a tour and they would do like say, uh. Brisbane, they would do Sunny Coast, Brizzy, Gold Coast, right? Yeah. And they would usually do Black Box Theatre for an all-ages show. They'd do an uh, maybe an all-ages show and a, or a licensed 18 one in Brisbane, and then they'd do one down the Gold Coast, usually. And most of the time it would be at Expressive Grounds down there, and that was the all-ages venue. It's basically like this giant shed next yeah. to a fucking overpass. Yeah. Definitely where a lot of fucking druggies go and do their shit you yeah. know like sketchy as fuck yeah but shows there all the time yeah. and i got to see Whitechapel play there back in 09 this is a funny one i think i've talked about this one beforehand but Whitechapel, i think we're touring for the first australia for the first time and their two brizzy shows one was the one was an 18 plus one can't remember where it was and then the other one was at at the it was booked at the Logan Entertainment Center as an all ages show. I'm not even kidding. No one was going to fucking do that, right? Uh, Mind you, sick lineup though. It was uh Whitechapel, Psychroptic. Uh it was a band from WA. I think they were called Discord, Among the Vanished and Aversion's Crown. Oh yeah. Yeah, and that was yeah, in a fucking giant shed yeah warehouse thing down the gold coast yeah cool. to to maybe about 60 or 70 people and now in retro in hindsight when you look at it you know white chapel now like one of the biggest sort of metal extreme bands yeah, in the definitely. world yeah and you know i got to see him play in a fucking warehouse to like a handful of people i That's just cool. thought that was so surreal yeah yeah I think back then and then it makes me go, oh, this is what all those fucking old-timer fuckheads talk about when they go, yeah. remember back in the day and it was only a handful and we all got to have beers with them. And it, yeah. Those sort of old school, like they knew the band beforehand. It's like, fuck, I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. It's following the same fucking path, you know. It's weird. You want to be mad at yourself, but you're like, oh, it's, but it's just me telling my stories. <laughs> Otherwise, I've got nothing to tell. Man, we've had a pretty fucking good chat. We've yeah. Gone, we've gone on nine. Okay, um, let's wrap it up. We've, I don't even know if we got through the rest of your... Uh, we, um, we didn't. The, the Discog. Roster. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Discog. All right, real quick. We yeah, got Spirit yeah. Longinus. We got Plant Life with Solo Project and Michael from Lumens. Yeah. Um, okay, Spirit Longinus is like a Sascore band. Yeah. Like, See Space Cowboy. Sasquatch band or Sascore Sascore. Band? You know, so we're oh, yeah. sassy. It's like see space cowboy, gift from God, that type <laughs> shit. Um, and Beautiful. then plant life is like Michael's like lo-fi digital version of the national, or like I don't know influences from the streets and stuff like that. And then we got Lumens, which is the namesake of the fucking record label. It's mm-hmm. an emo band. Yeah. Well, we used to play like a little bit of Dreamo. Like, emo like emo shoegaze shit but now it's mostly just emo yeah and yeah just got sick De- of the dreaminess and just wanted full sad declaring war on shoegaze 
Um, <laughs> and then we got Myra TV, which is Sean from Women's, his solo project. Um, Myra is Myra is online. <laughs> um, Myra is like breakbeat, um, really like IDM type stuff, mostly instrumental. Okay. Very smart, smart person music. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Where they would spend 18 hours in front of a device in front of them yeah. to write the music. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. That's commitment. That's real. That's real commitment. Yeah. Man. That's a pretty decent lineup though. That's what we got right cool. now. So between those bands, it's nine releases. We've been a label for like a little bit over a year. Yeah. So put out nine releases in a little over a year between four people is pretty cool. That's nearly one a month. Yeah, Almost. Pretty, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Um, honestly, it's probably been like one every two months. But hey, that's all right. Semantics. Yeah. Fuck it. Um, we know. got. What do we got? New shit on the way. Um, new women's EP on the way. We got new Salt Money full length on the way. What's it coming out on? All on Women's House. All on Women's. Oh, I mean like for, uh, format platform. Oh, like, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, we'll wait and none see. None of that yet? Okay. Um, if any other labels want to collab, <laughs> up and give, us, give us that vinyl money. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so we got new Salt Money full length. We got new Women's EP. We've got Spiritual Longinus will probably put out some fucking four track or something. <laughs> New Unworthy Life EP, I swear it's coming. It's, it's coming soon, and it's got the heaviest breakdowns you'll ever hear. Oh, chunky. Do you rewrite um, and record all the instruments on that? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Sweet. Um, Anything that, else? That's it. That's stay, about it for the moment. Stay tuned for Women's House bullshit Christmas ideas. Yeah. Is that a live stream that you're going to have going? Or? Oh, we'll wait and see. We, wait we've and got see. ideas. Oh, um... <laughs> Good ideas. If you're if you're listening because you like Lumens, we got um, Lumens Spectacle EP, our first EP, which is like long out of print, is coming back for a five year anniversary next month. Yeah, right. So look out for that. That'll be on tape. Lumens House Records. Yeah. Oh, um, Super Death Full Length at the end of the year. We got a lot of shit coming. That's awesome, man. I love. And in these times, it's always really good to hear that too. That there's still people getting shit done. Yeah, you know, thank you. And and yeah. and wanting to, you know, not get bogged down in all all the bullshit that's going on at the moment because yeah. it it can be quite consuming, and a really good escape for people is music. So it, as hard as it is for everyone right now in the industry, if you can and you are, you got music, bring it out. Totally. You know, yeah. Release, release what you're doing. Oh yeah, that that's my big advice to any of my friends who make music or anybody who's listening, is finish it and put it out. Even if you don't think it's good enough, somebody thinks it's good enough. Finish it and put it out. Just, just do it. You can always come back with a remastered version. Totally. You know, some yeah. people will be like, I really like that, but and then be like, okay, then, and then wait another two years to remaster. I, yeah. It. So many of my friends have been sitting on beautiful music for years. <laughs> yeah. Just put it out. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's even if it's just like a oh, fucking who knows, just bullshit with over the top of it, whatever. If it's like yeah. written really well, like wouldn't you want people to like? Yeah, and check it'll it, out? it will never be quote unquote finished. Mm. You just have to finish it yeah. at some point. You have <laughs> yeah, to feel, call yeah. it finished, even if it's not finished. I feel like that's that's where you got to draw the line. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's. Maybe that's a good way to wrap up this episode. Yeah. yeah. If it's not finished, you could call it finished. Yeah. yeah. 
just fucking finish it. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to go on a joyride. Ah. ah. Yes, we're going to finish off with um the latest release from Lumen so you can get a feel on the the it's no longer dreamo. It's um just straight screamo sad. No, just full emo. Oh, just yeah. emo. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. When I emo sad. and screamo, they kind of get a, a a little bit crossed in my in my wires yeah, sometimes, fair. you know. So apologies, apologies. <laughs> emo and screamo are different. <clears throat> but yeah, we're gonna finish off with the latest release. Thanks again for coming on, man. I had a really good time. Thank you for I hope you me, did Shane. too. Yeah, it's been wonderful. I hope uh, it's not gonna come out in. Uh, months from now it's going to be coming out soon okay excellent so this will make no sense contextually to those listening <laughs> because they're listening to it at the time shut up hey, if you. you've lasted this long thank you for listening yeah. to two hours of me talking garbage yeah it's pretty close too yeah so um it'll get to about one hour 50 almost i reckon by the time the song finishes so Thanks again, man. Really good time, and I can't wait to see the the releases when they do come out. Like, and I and I believe you when you say it. I, 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 <laughs> think, I, I think they're coming. So, well, let's have a have a jam. Look after yourself, everybody, and have a good time. Thanks again, Dean. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right.